It has been four long months since you've all heard my voice. A lot has been going on. Uh, hibernation and such. Everybody's coming out of quarantine. Life's going to be cool. New York State said casinos can open on Monday. And best of all, the NFL season kicks off in a week. So we're going to jump back right into this. Just like riding a bike. NFL preview episode. everybody uh in case you've forgotten i'm puma and this is the puma thoughts podcast it has been uh quite a long time uh back by popular demand i suppose a lot of my friends gave me a lot of shit yesterday for this so uh now that i actually have the time and my dog judy is sitting right under me so you might hear her make noises but uh she's excited i'm excited so we're gonna jump right into this uh nice and easy Today, uh, probably not going to get into a whole hell of a lot more than the NFL season kicking off in a week with the Chiefs and Texans on Thursday night. Yeah, that should be good. Should be a good one. All right. Uh, so I guess we're going to do this uh, NFC first. We'll do a first segment NFC, and then the second segment we will wrap up with the AFC. So we'll start with the NFC East. Uh, jumping right into it. Um, I'm going off of Connor Orr's article on Sports Illustrated uh, that he put up yesterday uh, that he predicted all the records for all the teams. Uh, so again, we'll start with the NFC East, and he's got the Eagles going 11 and five, the Cowboys nine and seven, the Giants five and 11, and Washington three and 13. Has Washington even said what their team name is going to be yet? Or are they just going to be called the Washington football team this year? I don't know. I have not heard anything. I mean, I didn't really do much research on it because eh, Washington. But um, I don't know. Could be interesting. Could be fun. Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, I think I agree with maybe the Giants record on this one. Um, I don't think they'll be that great. I don't think they'll be... Any worse than that, they'll get a few wins here and there. I think the defense will be a little bit better. Daniel Jones has got to show a little bit more growth this season. Evan Ingram, I think, will play a huge part in the passing offense. And Saquon is Saquon, but he's uh, a good player on a bad team. So I'm thinking 5-11 and 11 is about what you're going to get. Washington, I feel like they'll get more than three wins. I really do. I feel like they'll be a 5-11. and 11. Eh, I think 5, maybe 6 wins is their ceiling. Uh, I feel like they'll win some games they probably shouldn't win. I think Ron Rivera will get the most out of them. Um, they're going to go as Dwayne Haskins goes, though. He was just named the starter uh, yesterday. So I guess we'll see where we're at with all that. Um, but I feel like Washington can get more out of the like it, it'll get more out of itself as the season goes just because of how all the corona stuff is going to play out there's going to be no fans or at least certain teams aren't going to have fans it remains to be seen how everyone will do it um 
But with no home field advantage, it's just going to be two teams really playing and just kind of on a field, you know. So I think anything can happen. So I think that'll buy Washington a couple of wins in the season. Uh, Dallas got a lot of hype. I know they got a lot of good, you know, returning players. Mike McCarthy in. So the offense will be a little bit different. I still don't have that kind of faith in Dak Prescott that he's going to be some MVP type candidate. I know somebody... Uh, predicted that it's like, you know, the Cowboys are going to just take the world by storm here. I don't think so. I think they'll be, you know, kind of what they've been. Maybe a couple wins better. I feel like new coach, you know, first year, they'll get a lot out of it. So Dak will kind of look really good. Zeke will be running hard. Amari Cooper you got and, and, and company. So, you know, the defense will be right there. So I think you'll probably get 10 and six, probably 11 and five out of the Cowboys this year. Just kind of that new, new coach, new team feel. Um, so I think you'll be there. The Eagles, I don't think will be 11 and five. I just don't, I don't know. I, I just don't have that kind of confidence in the Eagles. I feel even with the players they got, the moves they made, um, Carson Wentz has, been hurt he gets hurt so I don't feel like he's gonna stay healthy the whole season so I think you know the eagle the eagles will probably be around where the cowboys are but I feel like 11 wins is a little much probably 10 I feel like they'll lose you know they'll lose a game along the way that they needed to have and I think that'll get them one game behind the cowboys so I think the cowboys We'll end up probably, you know, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, but I feel like they'll take the tiebreaker if the Eagles match them. Um, so the Cowboys will probably win the NFC East. The NFC North uh, counter or has the Packers 10 and 6, Vikings 8 and 8, Bears 6 and 10, and the Lions 4 and 12. Um, yeah, I would say that's about right for the Lions, possibly the Bears as well. Um, you know, the Bears really were a huge letdown last year. Mitch Trubisky took a huge step back. David Montgomery was supposed to be this big bruising back. They never used him right. Tariq Cohen wasn't used at all. Um, so, like, the Bears are one of those teams that should have been better than what they were. Oh, there's Judy. Uh, the Bears should be better than what they were. Um, but I would say 6-10 is probably about right. They got Nick Foles. So I guess it depends on when he gets in there. Um, you know, again, it's going to be as is as far as everybody lets it go, uh, as as probably Mitch Trubisky can carry them. If he falters once, he'll probably be out of the job. I would assume um, that could also make it a little a little bit interesting because you don't want a guy playing scared for his job because then he'll make more mistakes or he'll be too hesitant. And, you know what I mean? It's just too much can happen for the Bears if that's the way it's going to go. So, yeah, I agree with the Bears being 6-10. Uh, the Lions, 4-12, they still got a lot more work to do. Um, they'll, they'll probably be where they were last year, honestly. I know Matt Stafford, I like. He's a good quarterback, but he's not going to be able to make up for just everything else that the team needs to do. Um, so... Yeah, that's about right, I would say. They got to get the running backs more involved there. They just don't seem to have a very good ground game. They really got to they really got to do that. If they could take a lot of pressure off Matt Stafford with a running game, the Lions will be a decent enough team to get to steal a few wins here and there. Uh 
The Vikings, oh, man. They lost Stefan Diggs, traded him to Buffalo. That was the biggest move there. They just acquired uh, Yannick Ngaukwe, Ngauku from the Jags because he was pissed with the Jags. So the Vikings' defense is going to be pretty sick. Uh, I'll give it that. Um, their offense, though, losing a Diggs could be much bigger than people think. Um, Adam Thielen, I feel, was more of the beneficiary of a Stefan Diggs. They don't have that clear-cut number one guy anymore. Um, so Kirk Cousins is probably going to have to do more or get some other guys involved to get the pressure off of Thielen, but Dalvin Cook is still there, so I still like the Vikings to push the Packers, but this is probably going to be the Packers division again. Um, 10-6, and six, I could see they did fall off last year. I feel like the Packers were a very quiet, like 13-3, and three, I think they were last year, so they were a very, like, you, again, like, I don't even know, and that's, and they were good. They were a team that made it to the playoffs, had a first-round bye, too, so um, we're going to see how the Packers do year two um, of the this new regime and see if Aaron Rodgers can can kind of uh, play through what he's got. Um, as in, like, all the players, as my dog is going nuts behind me, relax. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, but I think the Packers, 10-6, uh, I feel like is a little low, but... You know, I, I can also see that being the case, but I feel, again, this is going to be their division to lose, so I don't see why they wouldn't win it, really. I don't really think the Vikings are going to come and make noise, especially with losing a Diggs, just because they need... Because they were always good from getting, uh, you know, a couple hundred-yard games out of Diggs when they needed it the most at the stretch of the season. So I think... You know, the Vikings are going to miss that later on. So, again, I think the Packers will take that division. 10-6, and six, yeah, that's probably about right. I would say I agree with most of that. I feel like the Vikings might be 9-7, and seven, though. I feel like it'll be just like a game. I feel like this will be one of those years where a lot of people will be close in record for divisions. I don't know if there'll be any runaway division winners here, but... Uh, we shall see. Uh, NFC South counter or has got the Saints at 14 and 2. Uh, the Falcons at 10 and 6. The Bucks at 10 and 6. And the Panthers at 3 and 13. Um, this, I should also preface, was before um, or just after, I should say, the Saints announced that Kamara was going to hold out and that they, you know, he could be traded and all that fun stuff. And the Bucks signed Leonard Fournette. So. I don't know how much that changes things, but we shall see. Uh, the Saints are not going 14-2. I refuse to believe that they will. Um, I, I just They got a lot of hype every single year. In the last three, four years, they've always fallen flat in the playoffs for something that's happened, and they just kind of piss and moan about it. They never just get over it, I feel. You know, right? I mean, you know, rightfully so, I get it, but I just don't think the Saints are a 14-2 team. Uh, I would give them 12 and four probably. They're, they're going to be a good team. Don't get me wrong, but it's not 14 and two. Uh, the Falcons, I feel like 10 and six is probably about right. I feel like if Todd Gurley can regain some of the magic that he had that Super Bowl year, at least be 60, 70% of that, um, the Falcons will be about 
10 and yeah, I'd say 10 and 6, 11 and 5. The Buccaneers, however, new look Bucks, lot of hype, lot of players on that team that are going to want the ball. I can tell you that. Gronk, Godwin, Evans, LaShawn McCoy, now Leonard Fournette with Tom Brady under center. Like, the team should be good, but their defense isn't exactly as great as you may think it is because they really loaded up on offense and they're going for it. So they're going to win some shootouts for sure. But I just feel that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be that team that on paper is just going to run roughshod over everybody. And you think there's just, Oh, where, where is there a loss on their schedule? Uh, they're going to have a few, um, 10 and six, you know, that's probably about right. But I feel that they could be a 9-7 and team. I really do. I feel like Gronk will get hurt somewhere along the way. Evans will get banged up. Godwin will get shut down. Like, there's just... It's just the way it is. Like, I understand it's Tom Brady, but the mystique of Foxborough is gone now. And this is Bruce Arians' Tampa Bay team. You know what I mean? So we'll have to see what it is first. I think the first four weeks of the season are going to be very telling for this team. Um, You're going to see what kind of team you're going to have. But I just, I feel like a 9-7, and seven, I feel like it'll be one of those just, there's a lot of hype and then they just won't quite reach it. But that's probably my biggest hot take of this show today will be the Bucks going 9-7. and seven. Uh, The Panthers, uh, they got him, he's got him going 3-13. and 13. I would say that's, I don't know, I don't know if that would be about right, new coach. Uh, Bridgewater under center now. Cam's gone. You still got Christian McCaffrey, but not a whole much else. You're kind of turning over everything. So, I mean, 3-13, and 13, a possibility. Yes, I feel like they'll win maybe one more than that. I feel like 4-12 and 12 would probably be about right. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go too far under that. But I feel like 4-12 and 12 will be, you know, 4-12, and 5-11 and 11 maybe for the Panthers. I feel like they're just... There's just Bridgewater is better than people think he is, and McCaffrey's just just a freak. So that'll get them games somewhere along the way. So I think about five and five and eleven for the Panthers this year. Uh, the NFC West, or has got the Seahawks going twelve and four, the Rams going eleven and five, the Cardinals nine and seven, and the Niners eight and eight. Uh, defending NFC champs eight and eight. Uh, as far as the Seahawks go, I feel that's about right. Twelve and four, probably eleven and five for them. The Rams, I don't feel, are 11 and 5 team. I just look at the Rams now and think Goff isn't as good as people think he is. Gurley's gone. They got rid of Brandon Cooks. So I just don't, you know, I just don't look at the Rams as 11 and 5 juggernaut that other people think they are. Uh, maybe that's just me, but I, I just don't look at it that way. I feel like there'll be a middle of the pack, probably around where the Cardinals are, 9 and 7. Cardinals are a team on the rise if they can get some more defense on that team. Uh, they could be pretty sick. Kyler Murray's got the weapons now. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. So I think that y- you put the Cardinals in a good spot, get them one more year. I feel like 9-7 and seven for them, maybe even 10-6. and six, They're going to have a good year. Um, throw some defensive players on that team. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with in a few years. Um, and as far as the defending NFC champs and the Niners, normally the Super Bowl loser Kind of has some bad mojo going into the next season. Um, eight and eight would probably be the bad mojo that 
I would say. I don't think they'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. I feel like if that defense stays healthy enough, it'll keep them in games. But that offense is going to be uh, something interesting to look at. I know Tevin Coleman seems to be the only happy running back on that team. Uh, Mostert requested a trade earlier in the offseason. So we'll see if he can work back in the rotation. But I would assume Shanahan's going to go with a guy that he knows and Tevin Coleman to be the number one back there. And then it's just Garoppolo to see if he can hold on to where he was last year and not have injuries or just a slow start derail that. So I feel like the Niners could be about 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and seven, somewhere around there. I don't think, again, if injuries don't bite that team, they should be about there, probably just play spoiler to some people. I feel like they're not, you know, it really kind of goes as the Seahawks go. If the Seahawks have a down year, then anybody can take that division, I feel. But the Seahawks should probably take it around 11-5, and five, I would say. Uh, so there's that. Okay, that's your NFC preview thusly. Uh, we're going to take a quick timeout, and we'll hit the AFC next. <laughs> us to the second segment the afc side of the show today uh those of you that have forgotten there's a new playoff format in the nfl this year yeah uh it's going to be 14 teams instead of the normal 12 that we have become accustomed to uh the first round bye will be awarded to the number all number one overall seed in each conference so there will be three wildcard teams uh this year instead of two so that could play huge in the way things are going uh once i run through this i will let you know who i pick for the wild cards and get into my playoff predictions and all that fun stuff as well in case you thought i forgot <laughs> all right we're gonna start with the afc south uh, this could be an interesting division, uh, not counting the Jaguars because they're just an absolute shit show. Uh, or has them going, uh, the Titans 10 and 6, Texans 9 and 7, the Colts 7 and 9, and the Jags 1 and 15. The Jags, I wholeheartedly agree with. They're, again, unmedicated disaster. Gardner Minshew is going to have a tough time this year, I think. Um, you know what? I'll even do this. Jaguars 2 and 14. There you go. I gave you an extra one. Uh, the Titans, I feel like are one of those interesting teams because they did so well last year in what they did in the season as a whole. They ran hard. They played good defense. You know, Tannehill played within himself. Um, whether or not that can be a formula for success for them, I just feel like the following season after your stud running back puts up the most yards in a season and has a lot of carries that generally leads to a real big setback just because of how much usage he has 
Um, so if the Titans' strategy is to go as Derrick Henry goes, that could be a recipe for disaster um, just based on history. Um, so that's what kind of concerns me. As far as the Texans are concerned, um, you know, Bill O'Brien is really trying to put his stamp on this team because apparently having the best receiver in the league wasn't good enough. So he shipped Hopkins out for David Johnson, an off injured running back who hopefully can regain something by being in Houston. Um, and they ended up getting Brandon Cooks. So, you know, you got two oft-injured players now. So it's, you know, it's, again, like you're not giving Deshaun Watson much to work with here. Uh, but if that offensive line can get any better and hold up, you know, the Texans should be okay. They should be okay. Watson can create with the best of them. Um, but Cooks has to stay healthy for that to work. I just do not trust the rest of their receiving core outside of Brandon Cooks if Cooks cannot stay healthy. When Cooks is healthy, he's he's a pretty good receiver. I mean, he's real shifty. He can make the catches. He can make plays. Um, David Johnson being healthy just gives this team an added dimension. And I think if healthy, this team could probably be an 11-5 team with what they got. Truly. I truly believe that. They could be about 11-5. and five. I would say that's about where they'd be. The defense will do what they got to do. Um, but I feel like with Watson and, again, if Cooks and David Johnson regains form, there's really nothing standing in their way but themselves during this season. Um, but I guess if I'm trying to keep it realistic, 9-7 and seven is probably about where they would be. Um, maybe even 10 and six Watson will put, will go Superman and he'll win you a couple games here and there. So I would say that's about right. Um, the Titans, again, I feel like it'll be, if it goes by the way, Derrick Henry goes and because of all the usage he had last year, that could be, that's going to be difficult to really predict because of just, you know, the team was pretty solid. Other than that, I mean, Tannehill had maybe two games last year where he had to kind of do something to win the game. But other than that, it was Derrick Henry's show. So I would say you're probably looking at about, you know, I feel like these teams aren't going to be too too different from each other. The styles of play would be the only thing that really separates them. Um, but I would say both are going to go 9-7, and seven. Um, maybe even 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, I feel like that's going to be one of the, this is going to be that division where the Colts now with Rivers and just the way everything is going for them, I feel like they will stick with them. Um, so, you know, he has them going seven and nine. I have the Colts probably at around eight and eight. I feel like they're around there. So I feel like one game is going to separate three teams in this division. So, uh, you know, if I have to put numbers on it, I feel like the Titans and Texans will go nine and seven. The Colts will go eight and eight. And like I said, the Jags will go two and 14. Uh, so as far as the winner of this division goes, I'd probably give the edge to the Titans. So I will probably pencil them into my division winner for the South. I'll put the Titans there, but I feel like the Texans will be a wildcard team. So yeah. Uh, AFC West now the Chiefs. 
Connor Roar has him going 10 and 6. The Los Angeles Chargers 9 and 7. Denver Broncos 5 and 11. And the Las Vegas Raiders 5 and 11. As my dog's making weird noises behind me. Jude, you're really providing a lot of commentary. I love it. Okay. Um, again, Super Bowl winner. You know, maybe the hangover for the Chiefs. I don't know. Mahomes is still Mahomes. Uh, so I feel like 10 and 6 is still a little low for them. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like if the Chiefs can regain themselves, you know, kind of just shake off that. But I feel like this is just such a different year that I don't know if that'll really matter in the grand scheme of things. You know, I just, it, again, it's just a very different year. I know I said that with the Niners, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. This has been a really weird year already. So, you know, I feel like the Chiefs will be 11-5. and five. I feel like they'll be back in it. The Chargers, 9-7 uh, and seven is probably about right. Um, Tyrod's their guy. Um, so we'll see how long he lasts before or if Anthony Lynn decides to make the switch and quarterback there. Uh, everyone is very high on Drew Locke in Denver. Like, that's all I'm hearing is just, oh, my God, the Broncos are going to be a team to be reckoned with. But 5-11 is about right. Like, they were bad last year. Um, you got to figure out the running back situation. The defense, you know, locks full year, I guess. You got to see. You got rookie receivers now. So it's it's going to be some growing pains. You got to have everybody grow together. So Broncos 5-11, that's about right. Raiders, I don't know. That's tough to say. I feel like the Raiders might be a better team than people are giving them credit for, but it's, you know, they're going to be in Vegas. Like, it's the new home now. So, you know, once the fans kind of fill it up, you're going to have that kind of that kind of electricity that you want. Um, so I think the Raiders will be, I mean, I don't think they're going to be 500, but maybe like 6-10, and 7-9 maybe. I feel like they'll be... Somewhere around there. I feel like they'll get a win or two. I feel like Josh Josh Jacobs is going to be pretty good for them. Like, he's going to come on and he's going to, you know, kind of be the running back they need him to be. Um, so, you know, I would put Denver as kind of coming up the rear in this division at about 5-11. and 11, But I feel like the Raiders will hit like 6-10. and 10. Um, The Chargers probably around 9-7. and 7. I feel like the Chiefs will be 11-5. and 5. So, there you go. Chiefs are going to take that one. Um the AFC North, the Steelers. Uh, Mr. Orr has them going 13 and 3, Ravens 12 and 4, Browns 9 and 7, and the Bengals 2 and 14. Um, Big Ben is apparently back and better than ever. Uh, so that should definitely help the Steelers. Um, I mean, they were a pretty good team when they needed, you know, they kind of came together. So kind of a testament to Mike Tomlin, but I think. Uh, with Big Ben back, and if he's healthy like he says he is and, and everything's going good, I think the Steelers, you know, will step for step with the Ravens on this. Um, I don't think the Ravens are going to have that breakout year like they did last year. They're 14-2 last year. So I don't think they're going to come down a little bit from that. So I would say about 12-4 and four is right. I would say the Steelers would be 12-4 and four as well, but the Steelers are going to win the division because I feel like they're going to, the Steelers will just beat the Ravens, um, you know, at one point in the season and the Ravens will drop a game that they need to have to somebody else. And I just feel like that, like it's going to be a tiebreaker thing. 
So the Steelers, I got taken this thing at 12 and four. The Ravens will also go 12 and four. Uh, the Browns, I feel like nine and seven is is a favorable record for them. Um, given new coach and everything that's going on there. Now my dog's found a squeaky toy, so that's fun. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting look for them. Um, but I don't see nine and seven for the Browns, so it's probably, you know, I think I think they'll be seven and nine. I did, they got too much talent on that team to really not win some games. And the Bengals two and fourteen, yeah, they got a lot of work to do. To do, uh, Joe Burrow is gonna have gonna have some growing pains. Joe Mixon is about all he's got. It seems if AJ Green can come back healthy, that'd be great. But I just don't feel like the Bengals got enough. So. That's what I got for that. Uh, AFC East. Gonna love this one. <laughs> Connor Orr's got the Patriots at 10 and 6, the Dolphins at 8 and 8, the Bills at 7 and 9, and the Jets at 6 and 10. Crazy. Uh, he's very high on the Dolphins, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, I mean, yeah, the hype is there. I'm ex- it's exciting because I think Tua's gonna get in there and he's gonna he's gonna do some magic. But I just, I don't know. I just don't trust their offensive line. Their defense needs a little bit more work. Um, you know, Tua can probably take the world by storm. It'll be one of those you don't have enough film on him kind of things, kind of like Lamar Jackson last year. I don't think he's going to do what, he, what Lamar Jackson did last year, but he's going to be there. So, you know, the Dolphins 8-8 eight and eight would be a very big surprise. The Dolphins are trending in the right direction. I know that. Um but I just don't see the Bills being seven and nine. Like, and he's he cites the schedule as it being like, oh, it's gonna be a big test for the Bills. Like, oh, they're gonna go through all these teams. Like you can beat those teams. Last year the Bills had the same thing. Where everybody said this team didn't like they had a bunch of easy wins. They played up all these teams that were hurt and they were going through all this stuff. But when the season started, the Bills had like the fifth hardest schedule in the league or the ninth hardest schedule in the league. And then after five weeks, they had the fifth easiest. So, you know what I mean? You can't control injuries. And everybody gave the Bills a bunch of shit because, oh, they had an easy schedule to get to the playoffs. Well, well, that's what most teams do. They make the playoffs once in a while or once every so often. You know what I mean? They they have an easy schedule. It gets them in. And then you just got to make the most of it. So, you know, I don't play too much into that schedule. I feel like, again, it's a new season. It's a different team. The Bills are a better team. All that's really going to slow this team down is Josh Allen's progress and in, in, in his growth and injuries. That should really be it. And if this team can stay relatively healthy, the Bills should be able to contend for the division. And I could say that with actual confidence this year, that they should be able to contend for the division if Josh Allen can start hitting on some deep balls. That's it. Read read the coverages, read the defense pre-snap, and hit on your deep balls, and this team should be just fine. The Jets are still the Jets. They're going to be pretty rough. Adam Gase, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's putting a lot on Sam Darnold's plate to bail him out just because his system is apparently so great, but I don't see it. So there's that. Um, Cam Newton will be the starter in New England. It's obvious, I feel. Um it's so hard to predict who's going to do what. A lot of players in New England, especially on defense, opted out because of the 
coronavirus this year. So, you know, I don't know if that'll make a huge, huge difference. Bill Belichick always gets the most out of everybody. Um, but I feel like 10 and 6, maybe even 9 and 7 for the past this year is about right. Cam doesn't have a lot of weapons to work with, so he's going to be running around a lot. Um, but Sean McDermott knows Cam Newton. So I feel like that is kind of a win for the Bills right there. Um, I would say the Bills will win this division, but it's only going to be by like a game over New England, probably around 10 and 6. You know, I would say 10 and 6 is probably what you're looking at. Again, I just feel like it's just going to be one of those years for the Bills that they're not, you know, if they can somehow come out and get a hot quick and get a few wins or down the stretch do what they got to do, um, you know, that would be awesome. But I feel like the Bills are about a 10-6 and 6 team again. Um, there'll just be some games that they'll drop. So I think the Bills will take the division at 10-6. and 6. The Patriots will probably hit 9-7. and 7. Dolphins, I could say 8-8 eight and eight would be the surprise. That's probably my other lukewarm take out of all of this. They'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. Jets, 6-10. That's about right. I don't see them getting any better. Um, they don't really have any receiver help. You know, Darnold's kind of left to his own devices. They just traded Jamal Adams. Not just traded, but they traded him to Seattle. So I, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know where the Jets are going to find many more wins than six, maybe even five. Especially if Darnold has to miss time. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, it's, it's funny because they give Darnold a lot of credit that he's like, oh my God, he's such a great quarterback and he's doing this, he's doing that. But the Jets aren't doing any, doing any, any favors for him. They're, they're, he's just not. And it's sad, very sad. If Le'Veon can get more involved and and become the player he was in Pittsburgh, then the Jets will get more wins because Le'Veon's a dangerous player. But as it stands right now, I don't have too much faith in the Jets to get more than six this year. So, like I said, I say the Bills probably take the division by a game over New England. I feel like they will beat New England this year, um, like a legitimate win against New England. Um, so that'll be nice at least. That will be nice. So if you're all keeping score at home, uh, as far as the AFC division winners, I got Bills in the East, Pittsburgh in the North, Titans in the South, and the Chiefs in the West. All right, so your wild card teams then become the Texans, Ravens, and uh, who else did I say? Patriots. Patriots. I'll have the Patriots get in the playoffs on that. So there you go. Um, Judy, stop. Um, okay, so playoffs now. Uh, as far as number one overall seeds go, you're probably looking at, I don't know. I don't know. Such a good question. Uh, probably the Saints in the NFC, so they'll get the bye. Um, yeah, maybe the Saints or Seattle. You know, I know I said what the records were, but I feel like it could be either or there. Uh, Chiefs and Pittsburgh will probably fight it out for that, but you know, I think my surprise would be Pittsburgh. They just get an extra win somewhere, so they end up getting the number one seed. So. There's all that. As far as everything else shakes out, I don't know what the matchups would be. I don't know how they're going to do this yet. Um, like, these are just my teams. But I feel like AFC Championship game, you're probably going to have your uh, Chiefs and 
uh, Pittsburgh. I feel like Chiefs Pittsburgh will be somewhere in there. Um, and in the NFC, I feel like the oh, it's so hard to say though. God, I like because Dallas Dallas is that sexy pick, but I feel like they're gonna they'll lose. Like Green Bay, I don't think it's gonna go too far. The Saints are that also trendy pick. You know, I would say Seattle and maybe even one of the wild card teams, maybe the Vikings if they can string it together. So that's what I'm looking at. As far as your Super Bowl goes, it might be one of those off-year Super Bowls. So it could be like Pittsburgh, Minnesota, which would be such an interesting matchup, wouldn't it? Such an interesting matchup. But you know what? I'll put it on paper. I'm writing it down right now. Pittsburgh versus Minnesota in the Super Bowl. Here you go. Put it, write it down, take a picture. That's what it is. So when I'm completely off by week four, you can say I told you so. I, I won't be mad. <laughs> All right. So that is what my season prediction is. Um, it's going to be fun to watch this year. Definitely. Uh, as far as the programming notes go, um, I don't know when I'm going to have a lot of time to uh, kind of do this the way I want to, or at least did. Uh, my schedule is sort of all over the place, up in the air, so it's tough for me to kind of hammer down days to do stuff. Um, so I'm gonna try, try to get it more, as my dog has found a water bottle. That's just fun. Um, so I'm gonna try to get this going as, as often as possible during the season, but definitely, more than I have been since I've missed four months with it. Uh, but at the very worst, I'm going to try to hit it once a month um, going forward. So that's the best thing to do. I'm going to wrap this up before my dog's toy gets any more annoying. Uh, uh, find the page on Facebook. Like and share. Do what you got to do there. On the tweets at Puma Thoughts or Puma 585. All right. Uh, I don't know if I'll get this to YouTube, but cheap checking there for updates. But definitely look at the Facebook and the Twitter page. You can go to pumathoughts.blogspot.com where you can find the blogs and the rest of the podcasts or listen to them straight on SoundCloud. And last I knew, I'm on Spotify. Check me out there, Puma Thoughts. That's it for me. Have an awesome day, everybody. Happy to be back. Enjoy the football season. We'll talk to you later.